All right. Hey, girl. Hey. Yes. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Busy. Busy. Busy, busy. But today's a good day because I got my passport back. It took a took a oh because it was time for it to be renewed so the time frame was like long because you know everything is just not opening back up but I finally got my passport so I'm just like I'm ready to go I'm ready to go somewhere because staying in the states I don't know I need to go somewhere outside the states (laughs) I just got my passport like my first obviously my first one but like i just got my passport last summer and i went to mexico for my first trip like everybody okay but i was so excited so i'm like i definitely understand the enthusiasm to be receiving yours back yes i thought i was going to get it like around thanksgiving because i returned it before labor day and i'm just now getting it that you actually got to cut it fast Right. So I was just like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> One thing off the list. <laughs> let me, let me know. Let me decide where I'm going to go. So yes, I got to go. I, I need to go somewhere. We've been cooped up in the pandemic for so long. Yeah. I, I made a run for it to Jamaica because I was supposed to go and then the pandemic happened and they were letting no one in. So they allowed me to postpone it. And I'm like, oh my God. So yeah, I'm like dying to go somewhere. Jamaica's first up. I just came back from Jamaica over the summer. This summer. Yes. Did you go to Montego Bay? Yes. That's exactly where I went. I got that passport. I'm like, I'm out. I want to go everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yes. Anywhere. But I, I enjoyed it. It was so much fun. The, the mangoes. Ooh. I know this is like such a random one thing to like rave about. But the mangoes there are just like... They are mind-blowingly delicious compared mm-hmm. to anything here in the States. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is, the water or the soil or whatever it is. The food just tastes, it just tastes amazing. Did you stay on the property or did you actually like explore? So I went with, um, it was actually one of my line sister's birthdays. So I went with her and a couple of her friends and we ended up doing some excursions. Like her and I were like, oh, we want to go do everything all over again. Even though we just did the whole zip lining and stuff like that. We wanted to do it there because we didn't do it in Jamaica. Um, so that was like about as far as we got. We did have, um, I think their title is like Butler. I can't remember, but... Um, one of the guys that was working at our resort, Duchesne, he was really cool. And he was like, oh, I want to take you to like KFC. So like we did that. But that was like straight there and straight back. And it wasn't too far from our resort. Mm-hmm. But that's only because everyone says that KFC is like so much better in Jamaica. And I don't know. Really? Apparently, like I wanted to try oh. it. Like, so Y'all ain't trying no street food. No. Well, no. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. So I went for the endangerment and got me a driver and told him to take me to the ghetto. I want you to take me uh, everywhere. No, yes. I was too scary for all that. <laughs> yes, I was like, take me, and I I know nine one one over there is one one nine. Oh, I didn't know that. See, we didn't even learn that. That's how that's, that's how safe we were. We were just like we're just gonna stay like in in certain areas. Girl, bye. <laughs> I went on out like where are we going? 
I, we had one one person that was in the group. He was down to do anything, and I was like, I need to make it back home. Like you, yeah. so. But that's, I mean, if you're safe about it, you already know the emergency number. That didn't even occur to me. I'm not oh, going because yeah, I already know I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to explore and I don't want to date myself too much. But if I do, let me know the emergency number. <laughs> well, that's always good to know. So if you could go anywhere right now, right this second, where would you go? Not Jamaica. Cause we no, just- I probably will go back to Africa. Uh, I probably will go back to um, Nigeria. Oh, okay. Okay. yeah, I would probably go back there. If not there, then like Shanghai or Tokyo. Okay. Yeah. I could go to Tokyo. I could go to yeah. Tokyo. I feel like Nigeria is all that's of it on my list. Mm-hmm. So, like that's already there. Like I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of Asia that isn't on my list. I think the only Asian country is Indonesia, Bali. That's like the only place that's like on my list yeah. to go. So I could do Tokyo, see what it's what is what's going on out there. Yeah, I would go over there. Um, South Africa too. But that f- the flight is just a killer. <laughs> oh, because it's a long, long flights. Yeah. You think do they like actually feed you, or do you have to like pay for the food, or is they that like- actually feed you? Oh, okay, good. That's good. Unless they changed it to before they like, feed you, before they like, fed you. He says that all the time. He's like, "Yeah, they used to feed you. They don't do that now." I'm like, no, they oh, don't. God. But, yeah. Oh God. Yeah, because when I went to Jamaica, I know that's like a four-hour flight, but we got like peanuts and yeah. drink. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Do you drink a lot on the plane? Sometimes, if it's a long flight, yes, because I don't, I'm like, man, am I going to have a crying baby on this flight? Am I going to have an annoying person sitting next to me? Is someone going to be kicking my, like, I need to calm my nerves because you you don't have no control of these people's habits and whatever else is going on. Or who's sitting next to you, sitting directly behind you. Kicking kid is the worst, I feel like. that. I yes. So yeah, if I got that going on, um, yeah, I need to calm my nerves because Lord Jesus. Yeah, so what I'm a drink. What else other than the passport? Um, I've been writing a book. It's been draining a lot of my energy because, oh God, just looking at words a lot is just so boring to me. Um. <laughs> I need like colors, textures. I need, it's just, a, it's just very draining. Uh, but yeah, that's been draining a lot of my energy. Yeah. I have, have the audio. You said, have I thought about doing the audio, like recording yourself speaking what you want to write and then like transcripting it afterwards or they don't catch my verbiage. You know, I'm black. Yeah. Different. You're yeah, right. No. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so yeah that's been taking a lot of my energy i'm hoping to finish that by december that's even the design included so but yeah it's with the copy editor now like i've done doing all of my part because i've been doing it since april so i know that's a 
a load off your back though to to be like okay now it's with the editor I'm just I'm she kinda... still is like asking me questions because I can bang you in the head with some information and you'd be like what the hell are you talking about okay. so she's not very fashion savvy so she's like what do you mean when you say this uh, so I still have to go back and I'm still looking at it all over again I feel like I know it like the back of my hand now <laughs> Well, it's better, to, it's better to be sure. Like for her, so since she's not in the fashion industry, that's like if somebody else who's not and picks up your book, it'll be relatable to them because you yeah. need a little bit more. So that's good. That's exciting. Are you doing a book release? Am I, you said, am I going to do a book release? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's going to be another thing. I'm going to be doing my own independent book tour. So I've already like semi mapped out some of the major cities I want to go to and started like um, putting something like a marketing plan to see how much it costs to go at like a bookstore for like a book signing. I haven't finalized because I have to get the book done. Like the book needs to be put in copyright. That takes months as well. Cause I think that she said that they're behind like 90 days oh, at wow. least cause of the pandemic. So yeah, that's why I'm just like, I need to get this done by December. But um. Yeah, I, that's what I said. I have to get this book done because it's a staggering effect. Yeah, I know. It's, when it's lingering, it doesn't feel too good. Yeah, so. Sounds like you're, right, you're right there. Almost to, almost yeah. to the end. <laughs> almost, almost, to the end. almost, but I know the design part is probably going to be even more. It's going to be even more boring for me because you got to look through the fonts. How much allowance you want between the words and the in the page, girl? I'm like, what? What is yeah. this? And it's gonna be more because I can tell that you're a perfectionist. I can. It's gonna be a little bit more work too on top of it because you're gonna want it to be exactly how you're picturing and how you envision it. So yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I still got a lot way. I still have a lot more to go, but yeah, I have to get it done so I can submit it to the copyright. And yeah, cause I don't want to just submit the words and then not have the design. Cause you're not copywriting your design. You're not copywriting the whole book. You're just copywriting the words. So I want everything to be done so I could just be over and done with and then start doing the marketing part. I understand. It's still an exciting time. Still a very exciting time. It's a lot, child. <laughs> <laughs> I commend the folks who have written like 20 books because I'm just like, girl, this is a lot. Yeah. Uh, one of my professors, uh, Dr. Asante, he is, I think right now, the most published African scholar. And I'm like, sir. He probably has like 50 books. It, oh, it's more. It, yeah, I think it, it, it's like teetering over 100, if not like way more than that. He's He is well published. And I think it includes like um, journal articles too. So that's okay. Awesome. He has a lot. I think he does have about, if he's not adding, he must be at like that 90 range for a book. And I'm like, we use them as textbooks. And yeah, as you should, uh, this is a labor of love. The right. hell? So I'm like, I I cannot imagine. I had a um, meeting with him the other day. He was like, hold on, I'm trying to write this this one chapter real quick. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait. Like, <laughs> I just I don't know how he does it, but 
it's like a momentum you gotta i had to wake up like every day 4 30 in the morning from like april to june and i would like track myself how many words i had i had to it was just, it's just a momentum you have to push yourself in for me because i words i'm just like girl i will pay somebody to do this this is yeah. too much. <laughs> i understand i definitely feel that way about when I have to write my papers and stuff, which is not nearly the same, but let me tell you, like grad school is no joke. And these like, these little essays end up being like 50, 60 pages and you don't have a choice. It has to be that long. And I can tell you what I'm gonna say in three pages, I promise. I promise you I can say three, but no. So I get it. I get the tiresomeness, I get, and your eyes get really tired reading over editing it yourself before it even goes to somebody else to edit because you want to make sure that it doesn't look crazy or nothing's out of place and all the words and grammar it's a lot it is a lot Ciao. i'm definitely drinking when this is done what's the drink of choice girl it's gonna be tequila we're going back to the old me <laughs> the old you is tequila tequila yes <laughs> Yes, because this book is definitely over 70,000 words. Woo! Mm. Yes. That's why I said it is a lot. Yeah. More, a power, lot. To more power to you. Yeah. You'll enjoy that drink. It'll be that much more better. Oh, Jesus, Lord mercy. <laughs> but we are going to get to our topic of discussion. All right. I think I'm going to start with our eavesdropper. Uh-oh. Who had an who had who shared their thoughts on the question of the day? We have a couple because a couple of females was like, "I want to list. I want to share my opinion." Okay. The question is: Is it better to have small or big female friend groups, and why? Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, girls. Hi. So my question is: Is it better to have small friend groups or big uh, friend groups, and why? depends. I think having interactions with large groups of women when you're younger um, is helpful to understand personality dynamics and to understand um, uh, being able to get along with people. Um, but I think as you get older, it almost naturally happens anyway, even if it's not intentional, that you start to learn more about yourself and you start to realize the people that are um, really more in line with your values and your morals and you know the life experience that you've had. And so naturally your friend group gets smaller. Right, and I think priorities. It's, your priorities get smaller and it's almost like you've built a little bit of a chosen family. And so it, I think it's necessary to have a big group when you're younger because you need to have that interaction but as you're older it should be smaller so you can focus on those people okay. I believe they both serve different purposes yeah. regardless of age um, yeah you absolutely as you get older your friend group gets smaller but large friend groups can still offer a lot of a lot of value to us though it's not our day-to-day -day people that we talk to all the time having interaction with large groups of, of women is important because when you get a bunch of women in the same room a lot of things can happen of course but especially when you're gathering under the same roof for the same purpose 
you can really get focused on what that purpose is, whether it just be hanging out and getting to know each other or whatever, or it's a big, you know, a nonprofit or it's a, an event that you're trying to plan or whatever it is. And you can really focus on the purpose of why you're there. And then the group dynamics thing that you're learning as a, a young person doesn't matter as much because you're all focused on getting the same thing done. Okay. Thank you so much. Absolutely. All right, that's our first eavesdropper. So what did you think about their response to that question? Well, our topic are at large. Well, the first girl that went, I agreed with her because I think naturally, you know, friends fall off. That's just kind of mm-hmm. a cycle of life. But the second girl, I don't know if I would call those, those large groups of common interest friends. Like, I feel right. like I'm associates. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm at a conference, maybe a friendship will build, but, like, all of those people are all together off of one common interest because probably it's, there's a specific event going on. So I don't necessarily right. know if I agree with the second girl. Second one? Yeah. What do you think? I, be- I definitely believe the first one. It's all about prioritizing because everyone's priorities and goals different, you know, year to year or every three years or whatever the case may be or what or maybe like a, a sudden situation that happened and they maybe they had a, a moment where they just shift their mind. Um, but I definitely believe our friendships get smaller because our priorities and our focus gets narrowed into our priorities. And some people, some females just don't understand because they're so emotionally attached to it and they don't want to come to the realization that, you know, what we want first is most important. And then, you know, we can come to you and do what we have to do. But some people don't want to come to that realization. As far as the second girl, I think she's getting confused with friends and communities. Right. Having a community is, I think, is everything. No matter what you are, if you are in business, if you are a worker, like you still need to have a community because you need to have relationships to to function in life, like period. Like we all are a life collaborative, no matter if you're across the country, no matter if you're in another state, like we all need each other, depend, no matter what the culture is, the race, the age, whatever it is. I'm older than you, but you may learn from me. I may learn from you. Like we all bench off of each other. And I, and I think community is important. But as far as smaller for me, I know we talked about it in our private conversation. That's what made me say, I'm going to give her this topic. <laughs> um, small works best for more. Yeah, yeah I definitely remember you. <laughs> I remember you saying that. But it's funny, though, because after our conversation just yesterday, I was on the phone and same line sister who I went to Jamaica for her birthday, she says, like, she was offended because my mom asked me if I was on the phone with her. And she's like, well, who else is she going to be on the phone with? Meaning me. Because she's like, you don't talk to anybody else. And I was like, you know what? I really do want that big group of friends mm-hmm. but I realized that I, I do keep to myself more. like I only keep those close that um that I don't want to say me but that like add value to yeah like whether it's emotional support mm-hmm. or you talk about like because school can have me down so you can help me out with my school stuff but like we also have other stuff in common 
I think it's just as I get older, I just I value my peace more, and mm-hmm. I don't really have to deal with all the riffraff. And sometimes, as much as I would prefer to have a bigger group of friends, a lot of that riffraff and drama can come. So it's it's funny, it's funny that you brought it up because I'm like, man, I just said I prefer a bigger group of friends, and look at me not doing that and <laughs> not, not acting by how I talk. So yes, maybe you came to a realization. After I brought the question up, because you, I don't want to say in a bad way, but you were so set in your mind that a big group was comforting to you. Yeah. And now that I brought the question out of you, I have no, I have a clean slate with you. Like, I don't know, like your background, your insecurities. And I just brought the question up to you. It's just having a conversation. And maybe you just had a realization, an aha moment, and it made you just reflect on it. Yeah. And that literally between our conversation, I still was like, nah, like, I, I, I promise you. I got off the call, I'm like, no, nah, I, I still have a big group of friends. Like, she has valid points, but I feel how I feel. And then it, was, it wasn't until that yesterday, like, that moment that happened, I'm like, man, she, oh, man. Like, I guess I got something different to say when we talk. <laughs> yes, you have a different point of view. And that was only like, what, a month ago? Yeah, barely, barely. Barely a month ago. So that's why I'm just like, yeah, our priorities, our goals, our realizations just come about whenever and people don't really know how to adjust or even accept that this is life. Yeah. And unfortunately, us females, we have emotions. It's a beautiful thing sometimes because we are allowed to be vulnerable outside our sleeves, but it can be annoying sometimes, I will admit, as a female. <laughs> Can. It can to yourself. It can to people, the other women that you're friends with, for sure. I definitely agree with that. Again, just yesterday, another moment, I'm just crying. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm just like sobbing. I don't know what's wrong. I'm just like, I'm not even sad. I'm just crying. And she's like, well, sometimes we have those moments. And I'm like, but why? Like, it's just. And sometimes we do need a friend to be there. Like, I, I remember my mom, she had to go. So I'm like, text, texted my bestie. I'm like, I know you're at work and yeah. it's super early out there because she's in Vegas and I'm in New York. So I'm like, but I just want you to know I love so much. Like, I'm just so emotional. <laughs> so in moments like that, sometimes it can be really good. But in the other moments, because mm-hmm. I can be on the the opposite side of that I do have to really be grateful for the people that stick with me especially the women that stick with me because it's not easy dealing with these that are so up and down and then we're all transitioning no matter what age we are so it's a lot a lot that goes into being Right. And this is the reason why I specifically wanted to create like this project, because I know every woman does not function how I function. I'm a assertive type of woman and I know there's not a lot of assertive type of women. So I wanted to have like a rotation of, well, I don't want to say rotation. I just wanted to bring different type of women and just have a, a have a discussion and have panels and just keep the conversation going and also just bringing back some topics but with a different person to talk to with a different mindset different perspective and stuff like that but um so do you still feel the same way 
Is it better to have a small friend group or a big one? I'm going to say that in my mind, and when you can create things in your mind perfectly, like a big friend group would be, right? It would be what I desire. But mm -hmm. I will say how I'm living, as I've as was just been pointed out to me, is mm -hmm. that a smaller friend group is is where it's at. Like I think it's it's more intimate too. Like I don't feel odd sharing stuff like i'm not gonna lie in college when i did have a whole bunch of friends like i still i didn't want every single one of them to know everything that's going on with me you know mm -hmm. what I mean? like i just wanted i just wanted a couple to know so it's interesting that those couple are, that are still around and that still know the very like you know important and close details about me so fantasy world big girl group but reality, I will say definitely a smaller group of friends. Interesting. You put it ideal and reality. Yeah. Both of my small, <laughs> small, small, <laughs> small. I have a huge family. My mother's side has 12 aunts and uncles. So I have thousands of cousins and they're yeah. primarily females. Um, I've ran track of fields. I was always in my relay group. That's four right there. And then I have another set of four with another group of females. So no. And then when I came to the realization of having a best friend and I had that one, it was that one. We were like rice and peas. Like you could not miss That's us. That's such a cute analogy. <laughs> you could not find the other one without, yeah, like... But unfortunately, we grew apart. But yeah, no, I small because <laughs> definitely just drew me in. What do you mean you guys grew apart? We grew apart. So when we were in high school, we were like ebony and ivory because she was light skinned, I was dark skinned. She get a doobie, <laughs> I get a doobie. Like we were like rice in peace. But as soon as we went to college, it was just like. Girl, I'm going this way. You going that way. We trying to meet, but she having too much fun and she's not really acknowledging the friendship. So I'm just like, well, I'm trying to put in the work and you're not putting in the work. So are you saying we throwing this away? And I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it pushing. You just tell me the words. I'm going to keep it pushing. She not, she not saying nothing. So I kept it pushing. I came across her mom like a couple of years later into college because I went because when I went back home and her mom was just like, what happened? I'm just like, your daughter never reached out and I'm not going to put I'm not going to continue on putting on the effort or the front. Like we just grew apart. It is what it is. No bad blood. I wish her well, but I'm out and about. Peter, haven't tried to or, like, I don't you know. know. When you on when you decide to go on that side of the fence, I'm kind of like stay on that side. I need that. I'm I'm very big on communication. When I'm trying to reach out to you and I'm doing it multiple times, I'm giving you grace, yeah. and you're not really acknowledging me. It's like you just slapping my slapping my wrist. So yeah. you know, once you on that side. You're staying on that side, and that's it. I'm I'm closing the door. Like I'm out. You're good with boundaries. Absolutely. I, I need to work on that. That's why I'm like, man, you never tried again. Like, nah. It's been so long. How you been? Like, just try to see if we can reconnect. If that that friendship is still there. 
Yeah, no. Her mom was like, you still got the same number? Maybe I'll tell her that. I was like, no, she a grown-ass woman. No, ma'am. I tried to reach out. That is her loss, girl. I am I'm in Maryland. Okay? <laughs> I got me a new set of friends. Yeah, no. We kept them moving. So, yeah, unfortunately... I wish her well. I got a whole bunch of high school, a whole bunch of high school pictures of us driving and dressing alike and all that. But yeah, that that was the moment, and I keep it. I keep it moving. What was first You said what is? You said it was first season. Yeah. But have you had another friendship? Do you think that's as great since? I mean, not in comparison, but just like, do you have another best friend now or something? Yes. Okay. That's yes. Like, like we all need, we all need a bestie. At least, at least one, one person that we can really turn to who's not family, if ever, anything. Oh God, anything. yes. Sad in between, so. In a perfect world, three best friends, female, I'm gonna say female. I don't want, I don't want male friends. I don't, I don't. No, my my male friend is gonna be my husband, but um, anybody else is like a business partner. Yeah, it's a business partner or your acquaintance. Like that's that's it. But yeah, my yeah, in a perfect world, three female friends, and then my girls' night out will be like every other month. That would be like my ideal in a perfect world. But yeah, my best friend now she she has four kids. So she is like super busy. She has a husband, a house, like, yeah. I barely talk to her, but I do talk to her, but it's not as much as I would like. But she, yeah, her priorities is those kids. Those kids range is crazy. <laughs> so. They're like on the younger side or are they like kind of spread out? Yeah, she has the older that's 11 and then the youngest is like two years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's. So she's exhausted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The last time she came over, she just slept. She just fell asleep on the floor, and I'm just like, "Girl, I'll wake you up when we about to go eat." Right. Sometimes that's all that that's all that we need anyway. It's just for the presence to be there. So I'm not mad at it at all. Yes. <laughs> we want to hear from our second Easter. Now this was my type of party right here. All right. All right. Hey, girls. Hi. All right. Is it better to have small or big female friend groups and why, in your opinion? I think smaller friend groups are better because girls get catty sometimes. And I like to be able to count my friends on one hand. I feel the same way. Girls are the worst and they get very jealous. The bigger the group, the so bigger the problem. Too many personalities. <laughs> yes. All right. I know exactly now. Now I understand exactly why you said this. They were your cup of tea. Oh, wow. But they do have a point. That's what I was saying is like, ideally it would be nice, but realistically we do know, us as women, things can go. We have a lot of emotions. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. It's not even emotions. It's upbringing. It's the attitude. It's It's just so much i don't it's just been countless time countless times where i was in college i went to hbcu i went to coppin state and morgan so and i had a car i had my apartment i did not live on campus and every homecoming season 
child, I'm going about five different homecomings. Yeah. So road trip. And it's just always something. And unfortunately, sorry, I'm a bitch, but yeah, bitch, you gotta you gotta find your way home. Like you doing so much. Oh, trying to get us killed? Like, why are you bringing some random dude? Or why are you bringing, why are you fighting? Like, what are you doing? This is not even our city. That's a good point. You got to know how to conduct yourself, especially when you're not home. Whether home is your college campus or home is like actual home, like you have to know. And it's not home. even your friend that, I had friends at every homecoming that I was going to. So they gave me the common courtesy of letting me sleep and having my like, three, four female friends come with me and we sleep in the, in the living room. Yeah. So like you like disrespecting me and my friend and like their other roommates, like apartment, like it, it just got crazy. It just got super crazy. Like you really bringing a dude or like someone to drop. I'm not going to say it online, uh, online. You want your little supply. I'm just going to say, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's but a lot. You do have to know how to conduct yourself. Have to know how to conduct yourself. So yeah, it's just so much to monitor. You said what? We were real <laughs> wrong with it. Like I, I see why you. Oh, yeah, I can say like I've gave a lot of people grace, and yeah. I'm just like you're not messing up my friendship. You're not causing no arguments. You are not making me lose my um. Yeah, what my parents is giving me, like, my parents is paying for this. Like, this, they ain't paying for you, they ain't paying for me, and I'm welcoming you to my personal space. <laughs> and I'm not allowing that, you know, no, ma'am. No, but that kind of goes, that has me thinking, like, if, if I did, because I, unfortunately, I did not go to an HBCU. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm working on my third degree right now. And I mm -hmm. told myself, I'm gonna go back to school again after this one, just so I can go to an HBCU. I don't care how nice. old I am because I really, when I was a kid, I wanted to go, this is like kind of off topic. When I was a kid, I wanted to go to Hillman and I didn't understand that that wasn't real because the area I grew up in, they were like, oh, SUNY, oh, go to Sage, like very, oh, Sienna, like private, predominantly white institution. Mm -hmm. Um, and I ended up at a predominantly white institution. So I've always, always been, even though there's been a lot of us, it hasn't been an HBCU. So I do. So kudos to you for being able to go. Yes. To yes. Two time HBCU grad, undergrad. And when I went to a white institute, I was just like, I'm ready to go back to a black school. Yeah. <sighs> but it reminds me of this one time that I actually took a trip to go to homecoming and- Which one? Morgan State. Come on, bears. Morgan Come State. on, I know you saw all little line dances, the foxies. Uh, you know, I, that's, again, side topic. I It didn't even occur to me that that stuff was like so important and so culturally- Girl, important. you better get with it. So Shoot. I had to really, I'm like, this is real, a real experience. So I went to Morgan State Homecoming and I went to um, Howard University to see one of the fraternities. They had a line coming out. So I was like, oh, I want to go see if I can find my It's husband. a 40, 45 minute drive. I definitely know them streets like the back of my hand. So we went and my friend was just 
it was just the two of us, ironically. And she was just acting so different. And I should say my ex-friend, because now we are no longer friends because of that experience. Like, yeah. she was, it felt like I didn't feel safe. That's a huge thing for me. I, I'm not going nowhere I don't feel safe. Like, I know I can protect myself, but the world is the world. I'm not going to act like I'm above anything. Like, right. I feel safe. And I felt like she was inducing this unsafetyness that I was feeling. And when I mentioned it, it would to her, it's like, oh, you're trying to ruin this. Like, I haven't seen you in so long. We're supposed to be having fun. And I'm like, girl, we can have fun without dying. Like, yeah, endangering you. I don't understand why this is so hard to understand. So yeah, I would it's it's interesting that you bring that. I feel like homecomings and like just any type of like, even if it's a small road trip, like we're only going an hour away. Mm-hmm. Those really bring out people's true personalities. Like if you you are sure about one of your friends, go take a quick trip. Take a or oh, I do trip. that. I do that with every friendship. That is like a mandatory thing. Road trip. So, yes. Not, not I was not a a big fan. I was like, I have known you so long. Never nothing of you. So. Yeah. yeah, road trips or living with them will definitely show who they are, how cleanly they are. Um, you will see all sides of them. We're not even going to talk about the living situation. That, you really going to learn a lot. You, <laughs> you really going to learn a lot when they become your roommate. You going to learn a lot because that's all they're going to be afterwards. If it ends up how every single situation of mine has. They just gonna be a roommate. They're not gonna be your friend no more. Unless you guys can have a sit down, but at that age when you're like going to college, I don't think it's a good idea. Unless you're like, yeah, until you're like you're older and mature, you're able to comb through, you know, okay, so who's gonna do this? Who's gonna do this? And just outline everything. But as a young person, child, bye. No, even now. Um, one of my line sisters, she's like, I don't want to, she's like kind of in between places in Texas right now. She's not sure if she wants to extend or lease, whatever. And she's like, I was like, well, why don't you move in with your best friend? She lives about an hour away. She was like, girl, no, I value our relationship way too much to do that. They already know they can't live together. And I think that is way more respectable than for you to act like, oh, we're going to be all right. And you come in and wreak havoc in my my domicile that's supposed to be my place of peace. So. Some people don't like having a con- A lot of people don't like having a conversation. Yeah. Like, you got to have the conversation and bear, like, everything out. And some people are just uncomfortable with the, the actuality of things. And it's interesting, though, because that conversation isn't even confrontational. I understand not wanting to to have confrontation, not wanting to be like, okay, we've been having, like, the silent treatment between each other, you know, having to discuss that. Okay, you don't want to have that conversation. But even before we get there, like, the conversation before we even get there, why are people so scared to have that conversation? In particular, I do feel like women are more scared to have that conversation than men are. Because my brother and his friends... They have no problem having that conversation at all. I think we have a little bit more insecurities. Yeah. 
that we don't want to face or talk out loud or being judged. Cause I've definitely felt like insecure when I wasn't sure, like what was the norm for doing something or how I'm supposed to be going about life a certain way. That's a good point. It's back to the upbringing you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, oh, college days. <laughs> Man, yeah, I have, I had had a lot of female just exchanges and girl, we can't be friends. Um, yeah. But do you have relationships where it's like, I'm just not your friend no more? Or do you just have like, it just kind of falls off and that's okay? I have some that has just fallen off and it's just like, oh, I haven't realized I haven't talked to you. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, what happened? Yeah. And if they give me like a BS excuse and it's just like, well, I don't really see a purpose in my life of us like keeping this up. Like, what is your mission? And there's one that's happened lately within like a year, a year, year and a half where I said, yeah, I don't see us working out too, too well. Cause you are still doing the same crap as ten years ago. Yeah. So it's just time. It's just time to dead this girl. Like this ain't going nowhere. Your values is is not aligned with mine, and I'm not trying to get tied up in your in your nonsense. So I I love you from afar. I wish you well, but it's time to go. Yeah, I understand that. What about you? For me, I've only had one conversation for a friendship breakup. Mm -hmm. And that that's the same one with this girl that I was just talking about um, with the homecoming and the the probate. But that that was my my homie. Like mm -hmm. I loved that girl so much. Um, and that conversation hurt me. I haven't been in very many romantic relationships, right? Mm -hmm. But I will say that friendship breakup hurt me more than any romantic relationship that has ended for me. I feel like no one really talks about that. Like everyone is so gun ho on romance, romantic relationships or family um, relationships and not really talk about like friendship breakups because those are like real hurtful things. Like you're not supposed to have an emotional attachment to it, but we, us as women, we do. And I feel like some men do too, but like, I feel like that's a real thing. And it's a thing that we have to adjust, but no one really like talks about. I think I like Googled books on female like friendships and it's not as much as dating. I saw more dating, relationship, marriage, how to be a wife. I saw more of that than friendship, how to be a good friend or how to communicate or how to communicate having difficult conversations and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I actually, I never went like book seeking on it, but I will say from whatever comes up on my Amazon, you know, they be mm -hmm. filtering stuff to you and like my, um, my audio books, stuff like that. I have not come across I actually don't think I've ever come across a book on female friendships. Right. That's what I'm just saying. Like, I, I read a lot of books on relationship dynamics. I don't think I've ever come across one on female friendships. So that's a good point. Very good point. But yeah. that, that 
Ooh, that friendship hurt me to this day. Like my line sister, she'll call me. She'll be like, oh, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, okay, good for her. And she's not doing it in a malicious way. Mm-hmm. She's just like, cause she knows, she knows my heart. She knows that low key, even though I ended that friendship because I knew it was best for me to mm-hmm. end that friendship, I still care about her. Like I right. still care about her. I still want her to do well, but I know that us as like in union okay. as friends, it just, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it wasn't healthy for me. And right. I was too, I was too healthy for her. Um, so cause it's an unbalanced, it was an unbalanced friendship. You can't have a friend who you are their number one supporter, but they're your number one hater. That that's not gonna work. So I call those cheerleaders with dirty pom poms. Okay. Those. So she had real muddy pom poms, is what. <laughs> that's what I call them, cheerleaders with dirty pom poms. Yeah, and that it to this day, I mean, it was like two years ago. No, three years ago now. Wow, three years ago now since mm. that friendship ended. And to this day, I'm like, man, sometimes I think about her, sometimes I get teary-eyed because we shared a lot of moments. And to your point, too, like friendships are a very emotional relationship. Like I feel like they're supposed to be. I don't have my friends to to not experience things with me. Like if I'm creating memories and bonds with these people, it should be considered emotional. Like right. Yeah. Us women were able to talk about things and be on the same playing field versus, you know, your male, your your partner. You guys are partners, but like he will never understand the lifestyle of a woman. He can never identify as like a woman as far as like the functionalities internally. So I feel like, yeah, having a female friendship is like a part of like your identity because you guys are like camaraderie yeah as far as like womanhood and for me when i get back home i don't i keep getting these flies i'm like i I feel it right in my eye okay but anyway when i first moved back home uh from undergrad i i'm back now at like home home so i i didn't keep in touch with many of my high school friends because Mm -hmm. I don't wouldn't even call them that. Like there were people that I needed them for a time. They needed me for a time is more of what I how I see them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I came home, I was very home. Like my brother, he's he's living in New York City. He's like grown, doing his thing. I'm mm-hmm. home. I'm with my parents. We got our our dogs in bed when RIP. Mm-hmm. Like he was here. Like that was my buddy. That was it because mm-hmm. i didn't have any friends so in that moment i was very very lonely and that was for me mentally and emotionally it was very tough because i can only but call my friends so many times that are right distance for it doesn't feel the same so it's i feel like it's a necessity i don't think people can have can i think i feel like friendship is a necessity Yes. For your mental health and for your emotional health. In my opinion, friendship is a necessity. Yeah, it's socialization within the woman, you know, little atmosphere. You know what's interesting about that is I just read that the one common thing across all like penal systems in every single country Mm -hmm. is 
the most severe punishment is solitary confinement because being so alone is so detrimental mm-hmm. to and i'm like as i'm talking i'm like yeah, literally saying the same thing just in a different way like, yeah socialization is a need for yeah. us humans yeah absolutely Crazy. that you're no longer with your best friend but do you have any friendship breakups that still like sticking a little bit to this day i'm gonna say one in after college no we were approaching senior year what am i talking about oh god it's been over a decade since i've been out of college jesus christ um yeah i'm gonna say the senior year yeah because we both went to baltimore together okay and we're both from the same hometown and we got close when we were you know we we uh started talking frequently like the summer going out of high school and then she went to college first and then i started college in spring so we got even more closer and something happened I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm going to just say it was legal. Okay. And we were like just so devastated that it just happened because it was just so left field. Mm-hmm. And other females were involved in it. I'm going to say that. Okay. So the cops got involved and yeah, I don't, we were just so devastated it took us a while to just call and just say, did you really mean to do that? Oh, wow. This sounds like a story time. This sounds like, <laughs> you, were you ready to actually have this? Like for you to sit, sit with some sip on and just give a story time. That's what this sounds yes. like. Yes. And yeah, the answer just was like very slow in response because it was just like, man this really did happen and we were still trying to adjust to like not being friends because now it's just like i have more free time i need to i still need to go to class and function so i'm just like yeah it was just a lot i was just like man graduation it was just like i'm in my role she's in her role and we're really not friends so it was just very interesting Well, I feel, I feel for you. I feel for you. Obviously you're over it, but I still feel for you. I still come across people who know her. We will, you know, we will know both of us. And they're just like, oh yeah, y'all still not like talking or just like, I'm just like, no. That question comes a lot. Like, no. I'm sure she probably told you. They're like, she told me a little bit. I'm just like, so why are you asking? Are you trying to instigate? Like, they're trying to get your version. They want to see what's different from. Yeah, I'm not that type of person. I am a vault. (laughs) You're not, you know. But yeah, I'm going to have to say that was the most devastating one. My mother still talks to her. Yeah, my mother still talks to her. Um, but you must be okay with that. I don't really care because it's not like my mother rubs it in my face. She's in the health field. Okay, so they have something in common. 
Yeah, like when my mother goes to like the hospital or the hospital or the um, medical center that she she goes to. Okay. She'll yeah. run into her. Um, her parents live like around the corner from me, so it's not like. Okay, in my mind, I'm like she calling her on the phone, like, "Hey, how's it going?" No, 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 not like that. Yeah, no. That's but, why I'm like, are you okay with it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Um, but no, she talks to her every now and then. She's like, oh, she asked, you know, how how are you doing? She was just asking me, and I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I'm going to have to say that one was like the most like, wow. Yeah. I'm really an adult. We don't have to reconfigure life all over again. And yeah, as soon as I graduate, I don't I don't went farther out and went went to Miami, Florida. Ooh, okay now. I know that was nice. <sighs> that was a different world. Yeah, I bet. Miami is a different world. What you guys see on TV is Miami Beach, which is like the luxury side of Miami. But when you cross over that bridge, good luck. Really? Yeah, good luck. They don't show you Overtown. They don't show you Poking Beans. They don't show you Alapata. They don't show you. Uh, yeah, I'm just naming all these little Google yeah, all these. Never heard. <laughs> and they're still, they're still, it's still Miami. It's just little pockets of sections of in Miami and you're probably like oh it says Miami like let's try this area and you see like historical town of Overtown you'll be like what's Overtown I'm gonna be like girl get the hell out of there Ooh. <laughs> uh, you got little Haiti that's where that's all the Haitian you say what that's where I want to go little Haiti yeah they're building that up so that area should be nice now but when I got there in 2011 oh rough definitely had to be rough yeah um but yeah these little pocket towns yeah you definitely need to watch because i know when i my car first broke down i had a flat and triple a was like no one bothered you Ooh. and i was like what's that supposed to mean he's like you got out-of-state tags you have a decent car and you are a good-looking woman no one tapped on your door you know where you at I was like, no, I'm in Miami, huh? You were alone. Yeah, I was alone. I was oh. coming from I was coming from class, and my tire was flat, and I was cutting through like the side streets because 95 was like crowded. It was like traffic hour, so I was just cutting through like these little the, the shortcut. But I was in the hood. I didn't know, and when I realized I had a flat tire, AAA was like, you you know where you at? <laughs> Five thirty six. You know where you at? I'm in Miami. What do you mean? No, 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 sweetheart. This section in Miami. I'm like, oh. So yeah, there's a oh in Miami Gardens. Miami Gardens. They they dressed it up. They changed it something else. Miami Gardens is supposed to be Carroll City. That is where Rick Ross and um, Flo Rida is from. That is also the hood as well. But they changed the name to Miami Gardens. That's another one, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to go. It's funny because I've like been out of the country, but I haven't even been to Florida. But No? 
little Haiti on my list because I'm Haitian. Okay. So, Them Zoes is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, y'all go Independence Day is on June 1st because 95 is a madhouse. Oh, yeah. Really? Down there. Yeah, oh, so 95, that must be like the, the highway or like the main road. Okay. I When I go places, I try not to drive because... I, I'm a good driver. Let me look. Let me preface my statement by saying this. I'm a good driver, but I'm a good driver in areas that I know. So if I don't know it, I'm like, oh no, it's okay. I'll Uber. I'll Lyft. Like they're gonna bang you in the head. They're gonna bang you in the head with them prices. But yeah, 95 is like the highway. If it's crowded, you can get off and ride on Northwest Seventh Ave. You'll see 95 on the left-hand side as you're driving up 7th Ave. You'll just be in the hood. You'll okay. just be, you'll see like the different hoods, like literally, but you'll also see 95. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's how I said, I know these streets like a back of my hand, but yeah, Little Haiti, June 1st, I know for a fact that is y'all Independence Day because y'all done had y'all own parade, okay? They done had flags on their car. They'll be doing tricks on the car. I done seen it all on 95. And I was just like, I'm getting off this road. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I wonder, I feel like they should. Do they have carnival in Miami? Like yeah. they do in your city? Okay. Yeah, it's in um Broward County. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because I'm like, they've been doing the same thing in New York City. And I know that you're down there. So yes. but, I'm like, my parents they don't want they don't not want me to go to haiti but the older i get the worse things get so it's mm. like getting harder and harder and harder and i'm like okay when am i gonna go so i'm like i'm gonna start making steps towards it i'm like if i go to little haiti like that's that's closer Got it's a 30 it's a 45 minute drive i mean it's a 45 minute flight from miami to haiti yeah yep it's very short because mm -hmm. I had to, I went to Puerto Rico and I don't know how this worked. I went to, no, I went to Puerto Rico and I went to DR, right? Okay. I'm very proud that I went to DR because I have my, my political reasons. We'll keep that for a <laughs> show, right? But I went to DR and it was so short. It was like, and then, you know, we're right next door. So right. I think it was about 45, I know it was less than an hour because I tried to sleep and that was like, we're here. <laughs> yes. All right. Let me get up. So, yeah. Yeah. Little, little Haiti. Yeah. I know all them little pockets. Miami is fun, but yeah, little Haiti should be nice now. It's been, yeah, I moved out of Miami in 2008. Um, sorry, 17. Oh, okay. That's fairly, I know it's five years, but that's fairly yeah. recent. Yeah, so I'm back in Jersey, but yeah, Miami, I had my nice little run down there. Before before social media made Art Basel popping, I was definitely <laughs> down there having a ball at University of Miami. Uh, another school that I was looking at that never went to. Yes. Okay, I'm going to an HBCU. I'm going to keep saying it because as soon as I'm done, I'm sending out the applications. I'm not even joking. Yes, that was the greatest experience ever, attending an HBCU. I have classmates, they're like, it's just different. Like, you just come out a different person. And not for nothing, 
every single person who I know who has graduated from an HBCU, y'all have like the same air of confidence that me as a black woman, I don't have. And I'm like, I'm the, I know we grow up, right? Like that's obvious. Everybody goes, right. but the main difference that I realized is that you guys went to an HBCU. I'm like, there's no coincidence. First of all, nothing in life is a coincidence. That's my saying, but it's definitely no coincidence that the same, like, I kid you not from my friend who's like, he's got his own business and he's doing this and he's doing that. And I've got another one's doing the same thing. And I'm like, you guys all have the same air of confidence. And I'm like, I'll be done if I, if I leave this before I experience what it's like to go to an HBC. Yeah. I have an episode dedicated, did attending an HBCU shape you as a black woman and me, the other woman went to Howard university and I, yes. So we talk about that and yeah, it's just, it's, it's a different, it's just a different everything. I feel like it prepared me for so many things, but it also, one thing that it did hinder me is she didn't feel the same way. But for me, I just was like, um, when I came out, I felt like I wanted to work with every black person because I thought they had the same mindset when I went to an HBCU, but some people don't have the same worth ethnic. Some people just feel like I'm, I'm black, you black, just put me on and you know you do the work like no that's not how it works so i kind of got frustrated with that coming out of the black school and she's older so she has a different perspective but other than that yeah i have no regrets going it was amazing seeing all black professors when well yeah i had an indian professor she, another caribbean but like they were all people of color seeing people so that looked like me we all were thinking alike like it was just amazing you see a couple of white people they were there for like scholarship for for like the sports that black people never play um yeah i'm gonna say that out loud because we don't play that and we still need they still need to get their name out there like it's a marketing strategy but other than that you're not gonna really see them you'll see you in my since i went to morgan and Coppin, you'll see um towson university or university of maryland they'll come over to the black school and party with us you'll see the girls i want to say i want to see that the fraternities and stuff like that um but yeah girl and when it comes to how ha a homecoming yeah we all swapping yeah every year my parents is just like where are you going where are you going this year <laughs> I believe it. And this past weekend was homecoming, wasn't it? Yes. I had to ask her, like, how is homecoming now? Because the pand the pandemic has destroyed. It didn't? Okay. Because I know I met someone who was, like, home from school. She was like, I was supposed to be living on campus this year. Well, not this year, but, like, 2020. 2020 she was supposed to be starting. And I was just like, oh, girl, I'm glad I went when I went. Yeah, because I mean, that was like the very beginning of it. But I feel like from all the pictures and videos that I've seen, at least like the football games and like the cookouts, like all that stuff is like the same. From what I've seen, like from the experience that I had, the one experience I had and from everything that I've seen posted, it seems like did nothing change. Yeah, um, I love everything about HBCU. I don't, Beyonce, I love how she just 
brought attention to it, but attending a homecoming, it's just so different. Yeah. I don't I don't care what anyone says. I, it's just so different. It's amazing. I love it. The vibe is crazy. Yes. I don't went to Texas AM, Morgan, of course, North Carolina AT, um, Louisiana, um, fam fam you, who child. Shout out to y'all, cause who who did, who party did I crash in fam you <laughs> and then I slept in the tub? I was like, oh my <laughs> Girl, <laughs> another story time. Like, look, you just picking off these story times when I'm just I slept in the tub. I was just so turned up at FAMU. I, you know, I met some AKAs, yeah, and I partied with them for like the whole weekend. And ciao, listen, when you like, not for nothing, we get a lot of slack, like a sorority girls. I'm not an AK, I'm a Delta, but. Mm -hmm. Like we we do get a lot of flack because people are like, oh y'all think y'all this, y'all think y'all that. But if you link up with one of us at anything, any type of function, mm -hmm. you gonna be well taken care of and you're gonna have a great time. At least right. my personal experience before I became a Delta and afterwards. Like mm -hmm. you you will be taken care of. So that's the one thing about about swords and fraternities, like you know, the guys too, they they do their thing, but we talking about women. So but like you will have a very, a very good time. Not slipping in a tub though. That is different. I wanna look Child, I I don't know what the heck I was doing, but I'm quite sure I was definitely like I said, I am assertive type of woman. I probably was like, girl, don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm gonna sleep. <laughs> I know one, yeah, one, yeah, one girl, she had her boyfriend, like they were like on each other's hip. So she was just very soft-spoken. I, I remember her name. I don't want to say because it it's very distinctive. Um, the other one, she was just very prissy. And I was just like, girl, like, come on, loosen up them brains. Let's go. Yeah. I, yeah. I was definitely like the assertive. They was there. They weren't too prissy, but they were i'm gonna say soft-spoken more soft-spoken than ever but i had a bowl <laughs> yes oh and i cannot forget north carolina a t because that is the number yeah. one school i am always going to their homecoming because their homecoming i'm sorry jiho greatest homecoming alive that I, i'm sorry it is to me and i don't and i didn't even go there Next year, I'm going to make it a priority to do... I'm going to try to go to every single homecoming. Yeah, North Carolina homecoming is amazing. The food, make sure you get the little pineapple on the grill with the rice and shrimp or rice and chicken or whatever you want to have. Um, Make sure you go down. I forgot what street it is. You'll see the, all the OG fraternities with their cars and then they strolling. Girl, it's just a whole vibe. I'm, it's I'm, a vibe. I feel it. Because if it's anything, even like, if Morgan State was even like a tip of the iceberg for that, then I already know. That's why I'm like, it's just a whole different experience. Like, my alma mater, I guess, like, it, homecoming there is nothing. <laughs> like, you know, they try, but it's a PWI. So, like, they try to do this, try to do that. It's nothing. 
thing compared no. to the experience that I had. You get a concert. You get the con. I didn't even. I didn't even talk about the concert experience. There's there are celebrities, you know, that perform. But girl, I'm so turned up with the folks there because you yeah. meet people from like all over, literally. You got the people who go to that school and you got people just coming from out of town. So there's still like shows, there's concerts. I think I went to a couple. There's like a comedy show as well. Yeah. Uh, it's a whole weeks of events and professors know like, child, it's homecoming. You know, we're not going to be going to class. Just make us read at least like 10, 10, 15 pages because you know we're going to be drunk and we'll come back the week later and, and talk about it. But um yeah that's just the festivities and that's not even like the outside parties because there's definitely like little party groups that can coordinate their own thing the after party then you got people with their own it's just a whole echo economy inside of that that's you just going to be like girl i need like a couple of days to recover i'm <laughs> glad i went because my liver would have exploded today it would have been worth it. That's all. Yes. Throw that out there. It would have been worth it though. Oh yes, man. So, would you say having since since you're a part of sorority, would you mm -hmm. say friendship and community? Which one is more important to you? Ah, uh, definitely friendship. Okay. Definitely friendship. And I'm not going to go into too much detail because you never know who's going to see this. Oh, I know. But um, I will say that um. Community can be very choosy at times. And your friendship, like they is genuine. Genuine love, genuine care. Yeah. I don't have to worry about that. I I will say that uh friendship is is more important than community. In that aspect. Actually I think in all aspects. Yeah. In all aspects, I'll say that. Yeah, I would have to say friendship. Yeah. Yeah, because friendship, I want it to be long-term and, sustain and sustainable for me. As far as community, communi community can fluctuate. It's not really gold. I don't, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a commonality that you guys have when, it's, when you're in a community versus a friendship. Like, you guys can like two different things, but you guys have like a bond, like your pair bonding. Yeah. versus a community you're not really doing that it's just a familiarity and you guys have like a commonality geared towards why you're meeting right yeah. mm -hmm. we're going to our little confessional moment i got these little cards because this is what i do i always try to can you see questions for humans I, I like to do um, like relationship building. I do this with my team. We have our little huddle. We have our little huddle um, sessions, and we pick a card. So, <laughs> what will your life look like when you've made a friend? What will I've made a friend? Mm-hmm. I would be I would be happy. I would be mostly at peace. Um, I definitely will have someone who I can turn to. Emotional is important to me. I'm not gonna lie. That's maybe the number one thing that I look for in a friend. Like, can we can we depend on each other? Um, so yeah, my life will look like 
how it does. I'm still working towards everything that I want, but as I'm on the verge of it, I've got, you know, I've got my homie right there to, to support me and for me to support her and in, in her endeavors. I'm gonna have to say, I don't know, because friends will, we will have our ebbs and flows. A lot of, a lot of my, yeah, all of my friends have kids, they're married, like my life has flopped. Like I was the one in a relationship all of my 20s, predominantly all of my 20s, and now I'm in my, in my 30s. I'm the one that's single and they're married, kids, husband, X, Y, and Z. Um... I don't know what it would look like because my priorities are totally different and what I need right now from my friends, like they're not really able to give it to me consistently. So, I mean, they're still my friends, but ideally to the my core value from a friendship, I, I would want consistency of communication, um, meet up. And, um, that's not like every week, that's like, you calling me every other week, checking up on me and you, check up on each other, and then we meet every other month. Um, and there's sometimes there's months where I haven't heard from you in three months. And I'm just like, I can't take offense to that because her priorities lie in a different place versus mine is only towards, you know, my business and my personal well-being and stuff like that. So I don't know. I can't give a definitive answer because... Yeah, our priorities are just so different, but they're still my friends, but it's just not how I would like ideally. But what if you made a new friend mm -hmm. who, let's say, isn't married, doesn't have kids, living a life similar to yours, you know, a single woman out here getting it. Now, what would your response be? I'm, I'm open to it. I mean, because I take myself out on dates every week. I told myself I'm going to do that and socialize. Um, yeah, I'm open to it. But as long as they communicate, um, we are able to like define what they're looking for. What what does a friendship mean to them? Um, what are you looking to, you know, get out of this friendship? Um, so that the expectations are met between what I want and what she wants, and we're both at a happy medium, and just to have fun. My answer changes a little bit now, though. Why? <laughs> After listening, because I didn't take into account the fact that I don't go out, like I'm not very social here, because I'm still very much so. Like I do the long distance thing. My the extent of my interactions with women are on the phone because those my friends aren't here, like in my close surroundings. So my answer changes only to that. I would like in a perfect world if I made a friend. Like let's say I made a new friend who's everything that I I would want a friend. Mm -hmm. I would have a workout partner to work on this dump truck I'm trying to build. You are the second person who just said that they want they want a, a workout partner. Really? I do not like workout partners. <laughs> hey, okay, so you'd rather work out solo? Yes. Okay. I, being where I am, I don't have a full gym like a, in my house, so mm -hmm. I have to go to the gym. It's very uncomfortable to me. When and I know like it should it should not bother. 
But if I'm going to be 100% honest, being a Black woman, walking into the gym with all the white men and women who are staring at you because God forbid you have on a wig or God forbid, like you're just Black, like that's just mm -hmm. enough. I don't even have to say anything else. Um, it's it's a lot. It's very mm -hmm. uncomfortable to me. So like as much as I shouldn't care, like that should just be like, you know, there, it's it's a lot to me. So that's why I would prefer to have a workout. Mm -hmm. And when I did track and field too, but I was a thrower, so I was mm -hmm. on the field side. I'm so used to having like a spotter, you know, so somebody who comes like to lift with me and I don't have that anymore. Like my mom and I work out together, but it's different when you're working out with your mom and you're mm -hmm. working out with, you know, somebody who, who lifts like heavy weights, you know? Yeah. So yeah, so I would, work, I would work, like workout partner. I'm mm -hmm. trying to build a booty, so. I need my I need to do a lot of lunges. <laughs> a lot. I need to do I got a whole list. We can we can talk about that. But I also would have somebody who I could go out with like I would say at least once a month. Like I mean preferably twice a month, but at least once a month. When I say go out, I mean like dancing, go out to the bar, but I also want somebody who would be open to just going to grab some coffee on a day. Like it's raining. Both of us are feeling kind of, ugh. let's go grab some coffee and just talk. Mm -hmm. I, that's something that I would be open to too. So that's why my answer changes. Cause I didn't even, we just got done again, talking about the socialization and the social aspect. Of yes. And I still neglected it because unfortunately I'm so used to being by myself at this point. So, yeah, I mean, I spent a lot of time reprogramming myself because I lost a cousin who was very significant to me during the pandemic. So I had to really like reconstruct everything and go to therapy and stuff like that. So I know what I want. So that's why I'm able to like articulate and say what I want. But um, what was I going to say? My, um, yeah, my priority, I, yeah, my job is what I do is my business. I'm in the fashion creative field. So I talk to a lot of people and I just don't have the wherewithal to talk to people. Sometimes I need to decompress like myself. I delegate team members. I mean, I got freaking eight messages. I don't even want to look at it. Um, and then I have clients within the projects and then it's just a lot that i need to decompress and then i go out for business meetings and that's why i told myself i need to take myself out on dates every week i make a, I make a yeah i make an appointment with myself every week like i'm going to philadelphia tomorrow i'm just going to rent a car and just drive so my alone time is like very important. Some people take offense to it because I can be very distant, um, but I just need to decompress because I'm talking to a lot of people or I'm just in a creative momentum and I don't want you interrupting because that can just disappear and I don't know where it went. Um, and I just know that that is very important to me. But as far as like my friendship, I'm just basing it off of the friends that I have because I've been friends with them for like over five years. It's going on 10 years. So I know like they're well into motherhood. Like they're not with newborns and they know that career is first for me as far as priority and then dating is second and then third is friendship. But if they have time to, if I, but if I meet like a new person, a new friend, 
and she wants to hang out more and I have a free time and we could grab coffee, then yeah, I'm open to it. But like, ideally, I just know I'm committed to doing like every other month and calling you or doing like a video call chat. Like, hey girl, how how's it going? Just doing a check-in. I know I'm able to commit to that like in the back of my hands. Yeah. I have a little bit more time on my hands, not because I actually have the time, but just because sometimes I just can't. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be reading this because working on my dissertation, but I just, I just can't, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not there. So I just need to take a step away from it. So it's interesting that you have your, your self dates. Like that's literally your version of self care. Cause mm-hmm. to me, I still don't know what my, like what my self care is other than I just, I can't right now. I'm going to go lay down. Like, and that, really? that's not healthy. That's not healthy. And I try to take myself out. It's funny you mentioned Philly because I was living in Philly. I went to Temple. So mm-hmm. I'm going to Temple. Um, so I took myself to a sushi bar for a happy hour by myself. And mm-hmm. in the moment, I was kind of uncomfortable. But like, as the drinks was coming and the sushi was coming, I started to feel good. I'm like, okay, like, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> like talking to myself. Yes. It, I, I haven't done it again since. And that was four years ago now when I first got to Philly. I have not done it. Oh, again. God, girl. Yeah. So self-care for me is something I need to work on. Self-care and boundaries. Those are the two things that I told myself that we really have to get together because you're just getting older and you cannot let. No. You yeah. certain things to you and you have to take care of yourself because you ain't going to be here. Again, so. Yeah, so the, I think that's interesting that you say that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy out here. You just got to woosah it all out. <laughs> but you're big on communication. So you said mm-hmm. sometimes you can be distant. At least you just verbalize that, like, hey, I need a minute. Like, I'm I help. need my time to myself, girl. You just I need it. I need to be by myself. And they already know. Like, I need to be, I need to be alone. Okay. All right, girl, how much time? Give me like 30 minutes. Yeah. And I will just sit in silence. And I know one friend was like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I need to decompress, girl. Like, that was a lot. Well, it's good that you know how to do that. Yeah, I'm vocal. Like, yeah, I, I have no problem telling you, like, girl, like, what are you doing? Or, girl, this ain't, I'm not feeling this. Some, some, my tuition is telling me this ain't going. Yeah, I'm vocal. I don't have no problem. You've come to this place of being able to recognize what you need for yourself with like decompressing and things of that nature through therapy, or do you feel like you've kind of always known how to do that? You just didn't refer to it as self-care. Um, I've always needed to decompress because I've always been on the creative side. I just was not verbalizing like I need time to myself. I just would distance myself and you would be like, where'd she go? Yeah. I would just disappear and then come back like, where'd you go? Oh, I went over there. And now I'm back. I'm back. I'm okay. Let's let's get this party started. For me, it's been tough because, and I, I mean, I graduated undergrad some time ago, but since I left undergrad, um, I continued to pursue throwing for two years, about two and a half years after that. 
that was my way to decompress. My way to decompress was get to the weight room and mm-hmm. put that pressure on myself instead of the academic pressure or the work pressure, or the business mm-hmm. pressure. Um, and I think now, well, since I haven't had that, I've been so lost in finding how to decompress. So that's kind of when you said, like, when you have a friend, how would your life be? I'm like, would be how it is. Oh, but wait a minute, because you're talking about how like you could do this and you could do that. I'm like, I didn't even go that far because I'm so I still have a lot to unpack within you. Mm -hmm. A lot. So I don't know. I find I find you very interesting is what I'll say. Yes. (laughs) I am a woosa moment, but fun. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So what do you want to cheers to? What did you learn? What did you gather? Or what do you want to hold yourself accountability to so we can cheers to? So I will reiterate what I just said. Is I think I've learned that self-care is the best care. Like when people say that, you know, you just kind of like, It oh, sounds God. cheesy. Yeah. But it is. But I think it, you have taught me that it's really important to take care of yourself first. Like a meeting can wait, I got to do this real quick. Or, you know, this can wait, I have to take care of the temple first. So that's one thing that you taught me for sure throughout this conversation. The other thing is the size of friend group. I definitely did not realize that I was a small, small friend group girl. Come on over, girl. I did not realize I was on the, on your team. Come that. on over. So I definitely learned that. Um, the other thing is I learned about all the pockets that there are in Miami. And I learned that Ooh. Little Baby is still, still on my map. We're going we gonna to make that trip happen. But I think more than anything, you taught me um, throughout this conversation, I learned a lot about boundaries and self-care. And those will be the most important things for me to, to try to move forward and implement within myself. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Cheers. I'm going to cheers the water. That's fine. <laughs> yes. You have come on over to, to the small friend group side. That's, that's what I'm going to definitely cheer, cheers to. But no, I don't want to force you on that. Because, um, yeah, every female is different. Their needs are different. Compared to mine, that's definitely why I wanted to have different women on to share the story. But um, yeah, I learned that your sorority, you hold your sorority group, your line sisters at a high standard in your friend group. I noticed that as you were talking. One in particular. Well, yeah, one in particular. Look, now they're going to watch this and be like, who is it? They already know. But no, one in particular is like, that's my ride or die. They already know that. As it should, y'all don't y'all don't whistle through some things. I already know. We can't discuss that on here. But oh, yeah. I know, but yeah, <laughs> I I don't. Yeah, no, no, no. Most definitely have gone through some things. But yes. Oh, I forgot. If you guys want to be an eavesdropper, oh. you want to voice your opinions, your life's perspective, or you want to give your feedback, you guys can leave a voice message. You're not going to get me. You're not going to get her, but you can leave a voice message. Call in 202-480-9557. That is the number that you guys can call 
leave a voice message and we'll include your audio. Don't worry, you do not have to say your name. We don't say your location. You just hear your audio, your experience. So. And I love that. I love that segment, that eavesdroppers. I love this segment because- Oh yes, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun just going up to random people Hey girl, and they're like, hi. And I'm like, do you have time for a question? Or you're gonna be recording? And they're like, on TV. I'm like, no, just audio. Just audio. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, I don't care. But yeah, um, I had a lot of fun doing that part. I I, I have all races. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. You can tell by the sound of the voice. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy how much we can gather about a person just from mm -hmm. the sound of their voice and like, I don't know, how do you say it? Like, phonetically, like what they say and how they say it. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, oh, this person's from here, this person's from there. They might be, yeah. Oh, I know, I know for a fact. Like, you can definitely tell a lot. So, so yes, that is our eavesdropper. So, if you guys want to be one, come on through. If you're, if your friends want to eavesdrop, give them the number and let, we, I will not say a word, okay? <laughs> So yes, did you have fun? You did. This was a great time. This was a great time. I learned a lot. I learned some serious stuff. I learned some fun stuff. Um, I feel like it's been. It was a great experience. Great experience. Yes, I had fun with the all all the discussions. Yeah, I had a lot was of fun. That huh? Was that the last discussion? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm, gonna have another one. I'm excited for you to drop those. Yes. It's gonna be. <laughs> oh, wait. Now I'm really curious because the way you just opened your eyes. Because <laughs> I forgot to close it out. So, okay. All right. This is another episode of A Girl, my version of a digital girls' night out. We'll check you guys out later. 